0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Unfiltered Entrepreneur. And if this is your first time listening, well then welcome. This episode is brought to you by the Unfiltered Entrepreneur Facebook group, where you can connect with others like you who are creating something great and designing the life they truly want to live, make valuable connections, share ideas, support each other. It's all happening over there. Just search for the Unfiltered Entrepreneur group in Facebook and come join us. So my next guest is the founder of the Fearless Life Project. He's motivating, he's inspiring, he's got a huge following, not only on Instagram, but on Facebook. His messages are really resonating with people. I've been waiting to get him on for a while. I'm a huge fan. I'm so excited to have him on. He's actually helped me personally through a lot of struggles within my journey And what I'm creating, what I'm building, the life that I'm creating right now. So I think you'll find it really interesting. Super, super excited to have him on. So ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm welcome and let's give it up for Julian Rosen. This is the Unfiltered Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Chris Puglisi. Julian, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, it's really a pleasure to have you on the show. I'm a huge fan. Uh, I've seen a lot of the uh, messaging that you're putting out on social media. You've built an amazing audience, you know, a yeah. very engaged audience on both Instagram, your Facebook group. The Fearless Life Project is growing. Uh, I'm in there you know, all the time. Yeah, um, I think I've even sent you a couple messages recently <laughs> about Oh yeah. You know, this really hit the spot for me, you know, cuz yeah. I was struggling with some things um yeah. especially over the last couple of weeks. Uh I'm away from my family all week every week. I've got a 3-year-old little girl, so yeah. being down in LA away from them every week is really tough. So some of the stuff you've been throwing down out there has really helped me get through some of that. So you know, I kind of wanted to start and, you know, let people know about the, the, the cool uh, stuff that you're working on right now with, uh, you know, the Ferris Life Project.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. And, and, and I'm so, uh, you know, I'm honored and humbled that those messages got you when they did. Um, you know, I'm a sucker for timing. I think it's always, you're going to see it when you were meant to see it. So I'm glad it, you know, it hit home and resonated with you. Um, yeah. But absolutely. So, yeah, I own and operate the Fearless Life Project, which really is my coaching platform that, I mean, really through my own life experience, what I found and, you know, we can dive more into this. But, you know, I have battled with with depression, with anxiety, um, you know, especially at some of these really pivotal moments in my life, some of these these really defining moments in my life. And I was really frustrated because there was not a lot of, you know, there's therapy and there's counseling, but like there was not a lot of actionable growth oriented things there was no systems there was no real steps or community that's like hey i know you're in pain and you can only rally around pain for so much before you're like okay well what do i do how do i get out of here um and so that was something i was really frustrated with and i was like like no one's doing this (laughs) um and so that that would really really laid the foundation for what i do with the fearless life project and then really my journey as a business owner and entrepreneur Man, I was like, there's some dark shit on this journey. There's some doubt. There's some fear. There's some anxiety. There's some depression. And because you're doing it mostly alone, especially in the beginning, it's like you're stuck in your own head. So I'm like, (laughs) wow. Like mentally and you know emotionally and spiritually, like knowing how to navigate fear, knowing how to navigate you know the like navigating growth into the future into the unknown. Like a lot of this, like you know, man to man, this shit's scary. I don't care who you are. Um, Yeah. Like it just became so invaluable to me because I was like, most people know what to do, or most people at least know how to, where to start, but they're not. And it's like, cool. You only could force feed someone information so much. You only could go to so many seminars or read so many Gary V books, right? Like you only could do so much before it's like, I don't care how much knowledge you cram into your brain none of it means shit until you fearlessly and consistently implement. And there's a reason people aren't doing this. And I have found out that that reason is fear. And to go one step further, if you let that fear linger and embody itself in your brain and normalize itself in your body. Yeah. Then it will evolve into some darker emotional states like anxiety or like about yeah. depression. So I just, there's so much here. And as far as just a community being underserved, I'm like, well, shit, like, why not me? So that's when it really got the ball rolling in terms of, you know, my coaching platform, my group platform. Um, and a lot of the things I'm scaling into as I go into 2019, like it's all from a place of service and value to a, to a community that I just relentlessly give a shit about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's awesome. And you know, it's funny because I, I, um, you know, I think my audience has heard me say this many, many times before, but I'm what they call an agile coach. So I go in and transform the way people are thinking about and executing work. So right now I'm on a consulting engagement with Sony Pictures. And, you know, I I tend to put things in two buckets. And I think this, you know, what you just said really resonates with me and the people that I work with um, on a day to day basis, because those two buckets are really mindset and mechanics. And like you said, you people know what to do, the execution (laughs) portion of it, the mechanics of it, you can learn that it's easy to learn that anywhere. It's the mindset. Right. Yeah. The two have to really work together, the mindset plus the mechanics to realize your vision. And I think you're really, you know, you you are very inspiring and you're very dedicated to getting in that right mindset, managing fear and all of that. And that's the hardest part. You know, the, the mechanics are
1: easy. You know, the doing is easy. The being is the hard part. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and like when people are like, what do you mean? I'm like, all right, how about this? You and I right now can go download a fitness app or we can go on bodybuilding.com and download a free workout and we could follow it step for step that we don't need it. There's no barrier to entry. And we also know since we were little kids, we know what things to put in our face and what not things to put in our face, right? Like we know what makes us fatter and we know what doesn't now. Yep. Everyone knows that information for the most part, yet 70 percent of the people in the U.S. are walking around either overweight or obese or at risk for diabetes. Is it because they don't know how to Google a free workout and not put bad shit in their face? No, it's because they're – it's because fear is running unchecked and they're either afraid of redefining their identity. They're afraid of you know really giving up this burden that they've carried with so long because, man, even though they're unhealthy, that's their – and the brain, when left to its own devices, wants to perpetuate the familiar. So when you go into some of these workplaces, I'm sure you're like, why are you doing this dumb shit? And they're like, uh, I don't know. But really, behind <laughs> the scenes, it's because there's a piece of them that actually fears the more efficient, more productive version because it's simply unknown. So there's, it's really helping people masterfully and powerfully move into the unknown because as human beings – we're really wired to avoid that. So it's sometimes it's learning really how to override your primal wiring. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's, I mean, you, you, you hit it really on the head because that's, that is the, for, for what I do professionally and even the entrepreneurs I've worked with and I've, I've owned tech incubators and all that. And it's, that is really where the struggle is. It, like I said, it's, you know, people don't want to change. They get, I did an episode on this, you know, uh, months ago called Comfortably Uncomfortable. Yeah. It's like people get comfortable in their uncomfortable situation.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know? (laughs) So,
0: so that's awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's, so like what I try to tell people is like you and I using our conscious brain, right? Like you and I can be like, well, I want this goal and and, and it's going to mean so much for me and so much for my family. And and we want to travel and we want to do all these things and I want a healthy body. Yeah. Great. You can sit here and tell me that, but until you evolve your relationship with fear, there is a deep, deep, deep part of you that is looking at all of those amazing changes you talked about, and it thinks they're a threat. It thinks it's going to kill you, right? So it's like mm-hmm. there is this subconscious wiring that is that is just – it's one sole purpose, and it comes from a place of self-love and self-preservation, so you can't even like demonize it and be like, oh, no, I have this – no, no, it's trying to protect you. It's trying to do its own – kind of like an overprotective grandma, right? It's like, just like leaning over your <laughs> yeah. shoulder, yelling and everything. It's, it thinks it's doing you a favor, but I don't give a shit how passionately you tell me you want your goals or how many cool Facebook posts you tell me about your goals and how many likes and comments you get. I care about, do you have the framework, the support, the accountability to choose who you're becoming, even when the old you and every fiber of your being is trying to pull you back to what's comfortable and numb? Yeah. And that's what makes a successful leader. That's what makes a successful business. That's what makes a successful human being is that ability to recognize and choose, recognize and choose, recognize and choose. And like you said, and I'm sure this was the, the focal point of comfortably uncomfortable. It's if you're living a life on autopilot, you forget that it's a choice and you just and you just you settle because you're like, well, this is how it is and this is how it's always going to be. And you and I both know that that is just not the truth. Plain, it's it's nonsense. Yeah, yeah, it's nonsense. And, it, and it's surprising to me, I think,
0: because, you know, we, we've been through, you know, a lot as entrepreneurs, and I, I'm sure mm-hmm. you have too. and we'll dive a little more into that. But, yeah, you know, it, 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 one, one of the other things is, you know, that I've talked about in the past is, you know, can entrepreneurs be, be made, not just born? And yeah. I, I think they are made more than yeah. more than born. I mean, I think people certain people we can probably point to that, you know, we're fans of, we consider, you know, influencers in, in our lives as yeah. we grow. But the majority of them out there are people that have, you know, gone through the process of, you know, uh, managing fear and, and, and mastering it and, and all of that to get to the point where they can comfortably grow. Yes. Yeah. Get out of bad situations and turn their visions into reality. Um, so, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. And it's, it's actually, I, I wish I, <laughs> I wish I had like a notepad right here. I'm actually pacing on the room. I get excited when yeah. I talk about this stuff, you know? Yeah. And so I could take some of this and, and bring it back to, to, to Sony. And, uh, but yeah, that, that's, that's really, really cool. I mean, you know, it's, and, and it's the majority of the people out there that are suffering from this. And, and a lot of them, I don't think realize what can I do to get out of this? Like you said, it's one thing to go on our Instagram feeds and see these positive messages every day, but it's another thing to actually take action on it. And I think that's where you've, that's what you've carved out. That's your niche. That's where you specialize in is now let's take those me- that messaging. Let's take all the shit you're hearing out there every day. Yeah. All these positive affirmations and manifestations <laughs> and all that stuff, yeah. all that woo and juju, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Let's, let's turn it into some actionable insights and then, you know, execute on it.
1: Yeah, yeah. because until you do, it just lives in your brain. Like until you do, it's just clutter. And it actually doesn't work its way in your life until it works its way through your bones, right through action. And actually, you know, through recent studies of, of neuroscience and neuroplasticity, which is really just a fancy way of saying like, yeah, your brain isn't it's not set in stone. You can evolve, you can grow, you can recruit new neurons and and brain cells, you can activate new ones, you can produce new ones, right? Like, so neuroplasticity is literally the scientific validation that no, like, nothing is fixed, you can actually grow and evolve anytime you want. Um, But if you look, like, the brain can only read, like, you only can develop new neurological pathways through action, right? Like, if you, any new skill that you learn, whether, I mean, like, I don't care if you play a sport. Like everybody learned how to walk at some point if they were, you know, like when you're going from toddler to little walking human, right? Like yeah, you tried something and you got feedback based on what was working, what wasn't working. And you tried it again and you got feedback based on what was working and wasn't working and body awareness. And as you were doing that, your brain was slowly restructuring itself to develop the new neural pathways to support this new behavior. Mm-hmm. Now that's a very, 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 very basic example. But you know, I work with, with business owners who are like, man, I'm, I'm like, hey, you need to do these things in the morning to start your day the right way. And you need to work out. And I even customized their fitness plan. I'm like, here it is through an app. There's no question here. And they're like, well, Julian, I'm not a morning person. And I'm like, cool. Well, have you ever had to get to the airport really early because you were going on a fun vacation? They're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, were you a morning person that day? They're like, yeah, I jumped out of bed. (laughs) I was like, I gladly got in my Uber and went to the airport. I'm like, so that's bullshit. Like, you can be a morning person, but you're – It's just you have not leaned into it enough for your brain to really develop the new neural pathways and incorporate it into your concept of identity that you're a morning person. Now, I'm telling you that it's it's a choice. Your brain can and will rewire itself to support that new behavior if you lean into it enough, right? And so – You know, and then two weeks later, like, oh, my God, my 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 habit sequence and my meditations and my journaling is the favorite part of my day. I'm like, yeah, you're a morning person now. Great. (laughs) Right. Like, keep doing that. So, yeah. 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 And so so it's it's in Carol Dweck, you know, the book mindset, right? Like the fixed mindset and the growth mindset. Right. Like I do. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's no longer like you can't point to someone else and say, man, they just they just hit the genetic lottery. They're lucky. Um, in terms of skill set and talent, right, like if someone 's six five okay like they 're six five but um, like as far as skills go and talents go, and organization and discipline and willpower um, and consistency no the the the, the production fairy didn 't just come down and, and hit them with their wands and be like you 're lucky you 're not <laughs> these things are harnessed and cultivated and developed and grasped and hold on to, and they 're fought for, and when fought for enough, they become part of you, um yeah. And yeah, it's 100%. I, yeah.
0: I want to back up into that one point that you made because this this brought up another good thought that I had as we were talking about becoming a morning person Yeah. because I've talked a lot about this before and I actually talked about this yet another podcast <laughs> that I did. Yeah. Uh, one of my first ones was called 86,400 Seconds and really – I was curious about that. that. I was
1: looking at all the previous episodes. I was like, what the hell is that about?
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, there's 86,400 seconds in a day. We all have the same amount of time. Yeah. It's how we choose to spend it that makes a difference. Yeah. Right. So, you know, Jay Z, Beyonce, all, all these celebrities, Elon Musk, all these people have the exact, nobody has extra seconds. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's choosing how they spend that time. And it's like you said, now you're taking it to the next level and saying, look, you know, you can rewire your brain to become comfortable with and create these new habits. You can become a morning person. You know, that's, that's, to me, it's a lame excuse. You know, it's, it's one of those things that it takes work. You know, it takes practice. It takes feedback, all of that. So anyway, I just wanted to interject there because you brought up yet another
1: good point that was you know very aligned with, what I was uh, talking about uh, several weeks back. And it's really funny, right? Because the more you can allow someone to finally grasp the fact that, yeah, there is nothing separating you from me, from Beyonce. Okay. There's a few things, but like in terms of being successful, (laughs) right? She's got great dancers and mine are only so far, but, uh, but yeah, (laughs) there's nothing in terms of, yeah, the time of the day. Yeah. That is, there's nothing exclusive there. And one step further Every single person is born with this ability called power, and power is simply your ability to take something that you see in your head and you have the – if you so choose, the choice to bring it to life by giving it time, attention, and energy, period, right? So this podcast – you had the power to create right. it because you saw it in your head and you're like, oh, cool. And then some of these messages came up from within you, from your knowledge base. And you're like, OK, I'm going to say yes to this, which means I got to say no to some other shit. But I'm going to bring this to life through time, attention and energy. Um, so like, again, at one point, the iPhone just was this thing in Steve Jobs head. He activated his power to create. And so many people leave that power on the shelf because they think it's reserved for a very select few. When that's total bullshit. Right. We all have that same inherent power. We all have the same um, energy coursing through our veins. And, you know, (laughs) depending on how universal and fundamental you want to get when it like when broken down to our fundamental pieces, we're all made of the same shit. We're all made of the same atoms and molecules. We're all powered by the same energy and spark like. There is literally not that much separating us, right? Like I think our DNA is all like 0.1% different and that just accounts for, you know, whether you have a great hairline or not, right? Like there's not that much <laughs> that's separate. And I missed that one. But there's not that much. I, yeah, that- I did. I'm with you too. <laughs> I, I,
0: feel like, I feel like I did not miss it until about three or four years
1: ago yeah. and now I feel like I'm missing it. Oh, yeah. uh, well, I just, I just like, it was starting to happen. So I just, I cut out the middle man and just lopped it off. <laughs> um, but Good but move. yeah, but there is, like I said, is as far as like what's separating you from someone you idolize right now is the fact that you're wasting all your time and energy idolizing them instead of using your power to bring whatever you want to life. Exactly. Yeah. And Couldn't agree more. Yeah. And so crazy. it's like, get it off the shelf, start using it.
0: It's yours. Yeah. Have fun with it. Yeah. 100%. So so I want to back up for 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 a minute because you know you've you've built um, you know a great highly engaged you know over twelve thousand people on Instagram. So your messaging is is resonating with people and people are engaging yeah. with you. You know you've built a, a great community around Facebook. You've got a whole separate coaching you know platform. We'll talk more about that as well. Yeah. Um, but I really want to back up and. Talk about because in a lot of your a lot of your posts a lot of your you know s- social uh, outreach you've been talking a lot about how you suffered you know from depression and anxiety because that's something I share and yeah. it's been to the point where it's been disabling for me and I actually yeah. read one of your posts not too long ago and I, I I wish I had the post written down to cite it specifically but I really thought about what you wrote. And I was out there, you know, it was at the point and it does even continue to get the point sometimes where I'm out there. It's hard for me to be in public spaces. And yeah, I literally, you know, I'm putting myself out there. I'm, I'm making myself vulnerable every single day by putting my face out on social media. You know, my audience is growing just as yours is. And it's yeah. like, you know, but i go out and sometimes I feel almost disabled out there and That's my job. All I do is in front, I've run workshops. I, I, you know, I'm in front of leaders from, from the C level executives to 450 companies down and it's, you know, it's disabling. So, you know, maybe spend a couple minutes talking about like where you started off with and and your journey to kind of get through that and some of the tools you've used to help manage that. And, and then how that drove you into, um, you know, entrepreneurship and, and, you know, how you continue to leverage some of that, that tool set
1: that you, that you have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, growing up, I was always a little hard on myself and I never knew why, but yeah, I would get like, even growing up, I remember in like seventh grade, I like, (laughs) I couldn't master algebra. So I was like, I got into like this weird funk. And that was like my first time ever being aware. I'm like, why am I feeling this way? And, but it it was like this little depression funk. So I've always been like uh, prone to some of these shifts emotionally, and then I mean, what what really 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 happened is when I was you know 22, my mom got diagnosed with a pretty aggressive form of cancer, and you know at that point I was like, oh, because she, I mean, amazing mom. Like most people can speak very you know highly of people once they're gone. Like I was the kid who's like, I was like, my mom rocks. Like I, I like knew it from day <laughs> one, and I so like she was my person, and so you know you know shortly following her diagnosis, she passed away, like right before Christmas, which is also her birthday, so it was just like this double double kick in the nuts, and yeah, um, sorry, I heard that, man. Oh, no, it's, it's, well, as I'm about to tell you, you know, a lot of good kind of catalyzed from it, right, and I still miss her every day, and that doesn't take away from that, but you know, I, I can look back on that situation from a place of power now, which is great, but that didn't help me much in the moment, right, and so I was, I really went into this, you know, that's when it was like, like you mentioned, like I couldn't function. Yeah. You know, I would kind of, you kind of feel like a a prisoner in your own body. Like I was kind of like, you know, my body was showing up to work. My body was going to the gym, but like inside I was, I was miles away in a real dark, like locked away in a basement somewhere. And, and so that's when it was, yeah. 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 And, And that's when it was really, really dark. And that's, like I said, you know, going to therapy, going to group counseling, like it helped create clarity on the fact that what I was going through is a normal thing or not a normal thing, but it's, it's not exclusive to me. Like there's some help in there. Um, but like I said, it really didn't provide a framework with which to transform and change. Uh, and I think there's a lot of people out there who, you know, they label themselves with the diagnosis of depression and and it becomes part of their identity. Um, and, and, you know, for me, I found myself there for, for a while. Um, and yeah, you, man it's like yeah you like the even the smallest thing just overwhelms the shit out of you right like like right. You, you don't you don't exactly. have enough quarters to do laundry you're like oh my god like i like there were times where like i would be at the gym and I, I would drop my phone and i would cry and like i don't like i'm obviously it wasn't just about the phone falling but like these little things yeah. really become insurmountable and so yeah whether I, at the time i was a 23 year old kid just trying to get my shit together um but yeah you're a fully grown up business owner, and you're in this place and you're supposed to show up and lead people. Like, yeah, now you start to feel like an imposter and you're depressed. And, like, you know, so there's the if left to our own devices, we can really let some of these dark emotional states really carry a life of their own. And 100%. And what really truly fundamentally changed for me was there was just this moment where, um, and I don't tell a lot of people this, but I have actually been sharing the story a lot more. My fiance sta- like, I don't even think i told my fiance this before and she's standing right <laughs> in the other room, um, but I have been sharing it on podcast. So there was this day where the, the cops got called to my apartment when I was, when I was living by myself in Washington, DC, which is where I, I lived after my mom passed away. And the cops came and they said, Hey, we got a call that it sounds like someone's getting, is someone in danger up here? And it was me screaming into my pillow. Um, cause I just didn't have anywhere for this pain to go. Like, mm. you know, put laying out yeah. all the cards on the table. Like I was like, I, like, fuck, I can't, there's nowhere to go. Like I can't call my family. Like I, I was just screaming in this pillow and the cops came. And so like, I was like, no guys, it's, it's just me. Like, thanks. And they left. And then the second like they left, I just had this like realization. I was like, and this is really what mindfulness is essentially. Like, I was like, wait a minute. Like I am not depressioned but I am a person experiencing the symptoms of it. Like I am not like my core is still my core and depression is this thing that's, that is like a wave crashing over the surface. Even if it's a big wave, it's there. But like I created this little bit of space between me and what I was the emotions I was experiencing. Yeah. And I'm telling awesome. you this, the second that took root in my brain, I was like, Whoa, all right. Here we, game on. Right. Like I was like, okay. That's all this is. That's all this is. And I'm not trying to downplay, right? The symptoms are very painful and they're very real. But any time I was able to really regain that, that little bit of space, like, okay, like almost like, you know, if, if you were at the bottom of the ocean looking up, like you could see these waves, these big crashing waves, but like there was still this little bit of space between me and what was going on. Um, and in that space, that's when I was really able to create some clarity. In that space is where I was really able to formulate a plan going forward and really start to take action on things that were resonating with me. And at the time it was fitness. And so I didn't know why I didn't know what I was just like, well, Hey, working out makes me feel better when I'm depressed. So you know what, I'm going to get trained as a trainer, get certified as a trainer and go do that. Um, Mm -hmm. And once I started taking action on that and studying for my test and applying for, for careers in that field, I just started to come alive again. And these, I'm not going to say I snapped my fingers and I was cured, but like a lot of these symptoms really the volume turned way, 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 way down. And the more that I took action on my gut, my intuition or whatever you want to call it, um, man, like just good things started to happen. And this depression would subside. And I realized that every time fear was, was chiming in saying, don't do the thing. Those pivotal moments where I did the thing, like those, were, if you were following my like trajectory on a plot graph like those were the times where quantum leaps happened in growth development and fulfillment and so 100 so that's and yep. you know that's when in retrospect when i really thought about my journey i was like oh shit that uh, the, the word fearless life project just like appeared i'm like yep there it is boom let's build this into a platform let's start championing it let's start giving people a way to implement it let's start talking about it let's start building an audience around it um and so really like that like I said, but it all started with that one moment where I stepped into that space where I was not the thing I was experiencing. I was the person experiencing them, but I was not entirely that thing to my core. Yeah. I mean,
0: that, 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 that is awesome because, you know, a lot of us, you know, including myself are out there talking about, you know, finding your passion, finding your purpose. And I think that was that moment when, And it it took a lot to get there. Yeah. But I think in that particular moment, you had that moment of clarity where you found, where you thought of that name, you found that clarity, you found that purpose. And now I I bet you, and I I don't want to speak for you, but I bet you, you can't think of doing anything else but this. Oh, (laughs) 100%. It's, you know, and it's like, you know, in in my experience, of the, you know, hundreds, maybe even thousands of entrepreneurs I worked with, definitely thousands of people at corporations. and. You know, one of the biggest things I'm always talking to people about, you know, just, start. Yeah. just start with what you have, start with where you yeah. are easier said than done. Because I think this fear, this anxiety, all the things that you've been talking about, you know, it, it stops them from starting, you know, it, it they, they hesitate because they have all these doubts, all these fears, you know, what am I going to get rejected? Yeah. Am I going to be embarrassed? I'm making myself vulnerable. Yeah. So you know, I, I think the fact that you, you turned that, you, you've turned that into something actionable, you empowered yourself, you moved forward, you saw it through. I mean, that's, that's an amazing story. And, you know, I think it's something that, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs or want, people that have ideas, I think everybody's got great yeah. ideas. You know, every time I, I, I'm always learning from people, people are always thinking about based on their life and their life experiences, yeah. they have ideas to start. They want to create a new app. They want to create a new business. They want to design this life, right? Yeah. Have more time with their family, have more financial freedom, et cetera, et cetera. But there's always something holding back a lot of time is fear. And so w- within your tool set, I mean, if you had to kind of summarize, you know, uh, two to three things mm-hmm. that you would want people, you know, uh, aspiring entrepreneurs, yeah. people that want to go create something, you know, what, what would, what message would you want to send to them? What, Yeah, What are the couple, two, three things that you would say, this is what I want you to to really start thinking about? Yeah. So one
1: of the things I would say, like non-negotiable is like, make sure you're crystal clear on why you want what you want. Um, Because in the entrepreneurial space, it's very easy to follow a couple people that are posting pictures on beaches with cars and all this shit. And you're like, well, they look happy. I want that. And if you go chase that, you will, A, you'll probably never get it because you don't deep, deep, deep down, don't actually give a shit about it. And B, if you do get close Happy when you get there, because it doesn't actually resemble what actually speaks to you. Before the Fearless Life Project, I owned and operated an online fitness coaching business. And it was doing well. Like if you looked at the monthly growth, like, hey, things were going amazing. And, And actually at the time, my fiance and I were living in Hawaii, like on paper, that entrepreneurial dream, right? The digital nomad bullshit dream, right? And I'm not saying the dream is <laughs> bullshit. I'm just saying like, it's not the the, the the answer to all your problems like most people think it is. And I and I remember like right. I woke up and I was like, this isn't as like, I love being with my fiance. I love Hawaii, but I'm like, this is like, that's like this feeling of completeness that I'm facing, it's still not there. Like, and, and it's because I wasn't serving on the way I wanted to serve, right? I knew that I was called to do more than just fitness. And so A, get clear on what you want, but also like make sure you understand why you want it. And it's not just because you saw someone on social media who looked happy and you just want the shit they have because you just want to be happy. Like if underlying all yeah. the things you just want to be happy, then make sure you know what makes you happy and make sure that your goals reflect that. Um, and the second thing I would say is like, don't doubt these ideas. Don't doubt these inspirations. Don't doubt these um, like I was telling you, right? Like the fearless life project, when that name came to me, like, I don't know how spiritual you are. Like it came from something that wasn't right. Like it was given to me by something bigger, right? The universe, the source, yeah. God, whatever you want to believe in. I don't right? like that. It came to totally. me. And so I'm actually in like, again, timing is so crazy, but I was actually reading, um, do you ever read it? Wallace Waddles. He's like, he wrote the science of getting rich. He's like from like the twenties or thirties. Like he's kind of an old school guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the way yeah. in which he words things is just so beautiful. And, and like, I kid you not, I have this highlighted from reading it this morning. And it's a quote that says desire is a power seeking expression. You cannot desire what is not potentially within you. And therefore, you can be what you want to be. Meaning if if you have this bright idea, it's not because you have to go on some valiant search for it, it means that it's actually this potential that has been given to you or planted with you that just needs to be brought to life. Love it. And that's great. Yeah, and, it's great. And and yeah. so, and that's why I include some kind of spiritual aspect and spiritual growth with my coaching, because like, man, this whole thing gets a lot more fun and exciting when you start to take these actions and there's an underlying trust in something bigger working on your behalf. <laughs> it just, it just I, works.
0: A hundred percent, you know, and, and it, it, it took me a while You know, I've been an entrepreneur since my early twenties. I've been in tech. I've been bounced in and out of corporate, in and out of entrepreneurship. I've had some successes. I've had some failures. But it wasn't literally until recently that this all came together and culminated. And I said, "This is what I want to do. I love helping people. I love spreading the message." And, And my my focus is less on kind of the you know, the mindset portion, I I dabble in that because I I think you, like I said, mindset, you know, and, and mechanics. And I think you have to get that, you have to be in that right place before you can go out and really turn, you know, reach that, that vision, you know, and your your vision drives your goals and all of that. But if you're not there because it's not going to happen because you're going to get burnt out, you're going to get frustrated, you're going to get discouraged, um, when you're passionate about something, it, it takes it out of the "this is work." You yeah, know? yeah, it puts it more into "this is what I love to do." It gets you out of bed in the morning. You're excited about it, and you know. So, I, I think that's a really, really good and point. trust it. It's good
1: because be when there. you trust when it. you trust that it's yours for a reason. That, again, that takes on a whole new meaning. I think a lot of people water down their passions or, or change their path. Like, I know it's crazy, right? Like, but they adopt other passions that aren't, they're actually not as passionate about because it seems to make more logical sense at the time. Right. If you're like, well, I'm log- I want to help people, but man, eh, it's, it's more financially lucrative to join this MLM. <laughs> it's like, right. Yeah. It's like, no, what are you doing? No, like you're not passionate about that. Like, it's not going to work for you. Like it may, you may get some steam, you may get some momentum, but like, man, trust that what you're passionate about, trust that what you give a shit about is yours for a reason and bring that to life. And I'm telling you, every time I've done that with a client, like just good things have happened personally, professionally, financially, physically, like just because again, there's something bigger working on your behalf when you're in alignment with what you actually give a shit about.
0: If you had to, you know, share one technique, one tool that people could use or, you know, this audience could use Mm -hmm. for, yeah, I really want to start this, but, 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 but,
1: you know. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so what I would say is, well, a, yeah. So in, as far as like expressing it, right? Like I want to reward it and say, don't find your passion because again, it's already there. Give yourself permission to fucking own your passion. Gotcha. There's a, Perfect. a big distinction, right? Cause so many people are like, Oh, well, I got to go find it now. It's like, no, 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 no. no. It's there. Just, you've got to brush away some of the bullshit that's fogging up your view. So Connect with it. It's already there. Connect with it. And then if you're that person who is just on the edge of the diving board and you're like, this is what I want, but or I'll do it when the kids go to school or I'll do it after the holidays or I'll do it right. Like whatever the the excuse of the season is right. Like you need to understand. And so many people, they require the prerequisite of a feeling before they take action. Right. They're like, oh, well, I'll know it's time when I feel ready. I'll know it's time when I feel no fear, and I'm here to let you know that from a very logical place, fear is your mind and body's way of keeping you safe. How does it do that? It does it by steering you away from the unknown, away from the discomfort, into the known, into the comfort. So just using logic in the way that, that fear psychologically works in our lives, it will always be there on the verge of something new. It will always be there on the verge of something epic. It will always be there on the verge of something that can redefine your world. So you can no longer use the excuse, once I'm less afraid, I'll do it. Because as long as what you want is different than where you currently are, which that's what like, again, we want things we don't yet have. We want to be things we aren't yet being, then yes, by definition, fear has to be there to indicate that you're on the verge of redefining your world so you can no longer wait till fear is gone you can no longer wait till readiness is there to embrace you because it will never be there until you do the action (laughs) until you take the leap and land so yep anybody out there who's like ah i want to do this but uh so a lot of people wait until they have their 15 steps right they're like okay well I know how to get from A to B, but I need to know how B gets to C, to D, to E, to F, to G, to L, M, N, O, P, all the way to Z, and then I'm going to take this, and then I'm going to take the leap. But right now, it's too scary, and I'm here to let you know that you're not entitled to anything beyond point B right now. You're just not. I don't care how well you plan. I don't care what crystal ball you use. I don't care how many books you read. Like, if you're at A, get your ass to B, and when you're at B, yep. you'll have momentum, <laughs> you'll have you'll have a, a spark lit, and you'll have a little more clarity on what point c looks like now get your ass to c okay now when you're at c just worry about getting to d don't worry about efg or what anybody else is doing or what anybody else is posting about or who else's new car they just who gives a shit get yourself to your point d so you can get to your e right and like i love (laughs) you know what i mean
0: i love it man i love it again relates right back to what i what i coach teams on it's we we call that you know Uh, you know, starting with an MVP, you know, starting with, you know, and this could apply to people's lives too, exactly what we're talking about. You know, you know, get yourself to a, then focus on B, create feed, create feedback loops, you know, iterate on your own design, iterate on your own product, iterate on your own service. Right. And then keep iterating and learning and getting better. Don't worry about planning
1: too far in the future because, shit will change. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And so, you know, it's so funny. I was I was on a podcast actually and they're like, "What's your what's your 5-year plan?" And I'm like, "Dude, I know what direction I'm heading in and I know what I'm doing in the next 90 days. To try to plan out where I'm going to be in 5 years would be doing my 5-year self a disservice because I am I know I'm going to evolve exponentially between now and then." <laughs> you know what I Look, mean? So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 90-day targets, baby. 90-day targets and an overall guiding vision of value. That is like that that's what's got me to this point, and it shows no signs of stopping. Nor will I let it stop. So, yeah, don't let this huge immensity of the future overwhelm you. You're not entitled to any of that. You're entitled to who are you being right now, and what is the action you can take right here, right now. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I I,
0: I did a whole segment, and I've done a lot of posts and uh, you know a lot of messaging around goals. Yeah, and you know one of the biggest problems I see with entrepreneurs and, and with teams and with large companies yeah. like Sony and Johnson & Johnson. Yeah. And the biggest problems I see is they suck <laughs> at writing goals. They yeah. suck at, at thinking about goals. They don't do it the right way. People people put these one-year goals. You make a New Year's resolution. Uh, I yeah. want to lose 20 pounds. Don't focus on 20 pounds. Yeah. Focus on break that goal down yeah. to something that's more digestible, more attainable, yeah. so you don't get discouraged and work at those incrementally. I want to lose two pounds this month. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And right. Yeah. And I always encourage people like there's, so there's outcome goals, right? So that would be like, I want to lose 20 pounds. That is the outcome. So I really like to have people commit to the process goal, right? So like, if you think of the outcome goal as the pie you take out of the oven, I want you to commit to the process goal, which is commit to the ingredients, right? So like, OK, if you're committing to if your goal is 20 pounds, well, what are your ingredients for that 20 pounds? Oh, strength training four days a week and cutting out alcohol. Good. That's your goal. Focus on those two things every single week because those are the ingredients to your outcome. Right. So it's like, you know, yep. that 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 mixture of process goal and outcome goal is so important because, yeah, I, we can go to a seminar and get all worked up about goal setting and visualizing. And, and that's great. But none of that will get you shit unless you are also visualizing and committing to the work that goes into it.
0: Hundred percent.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's
0: and and that's the you know, that's the other key ingredient. Yeah. You know, we always talk about. We always hear about. You know, put the work in, trust the process. Mm-hmm. And I'm a firm believer in both of those. You know, yeah. let us know. Let <laughs> people know. Let our audience know how to find you. Yeah.
1: And. You know, the the platforms, the things that you're that you're working on on social media. I'm pushing out content every single day. So on Instagram, it's Julian, J-U-L-I-A-N underscore fearless life. Um, And then on Facebook, just search Julian Rosen. I'm the only bald one with tattoos Uh, and and friend me there. And then I'll I'll gladly invite you into my free Facebook group um, where, like I said, I am pushing out content every single day. Now, I would love that. But if you're also one of those people who you consume free content all the time and still nothing has changed, well, then I want to invite you to take action. And that would be obviously through coaching where there's structure, there's guidance, there's accountability, and there's a system that works every single time. So um, that is there's obviously one on one with me where we go deep into your journey, your path, your purpose, your income, your impact. One hundred days um, and we change everything. Mind, body, spirit. Um There is group coaching opportunities where it's you and nine other badass people, and we're all going through the system together. And again, live coaching one-on-one on on the back end for like 20-minute slots, Um, so a little less interactive than the one-on-one, but an awesome, awesome community. And then in 2019, I'm launching the Fearless Life Project course, which it's, um, oh man, I geek out when I talk about it, but it is just a fully immersive experience where And it's not just informational like most courses you get. It's, hey, here's the blueprint to your own mindset. Here's the blueprint to your own body. Here's the blueprint to your own purpose. And here's every single thing you need to do to bring this to life and move it forward. And here's an action step to actually take with you. Here's workouts to actually take with you. Here's the resources to actually develop a morning routine that works. And here's the things to like actually do every single day. So it's it's not just an information course. It is... Everything you would get through coaching with me, like you have lifetime access to it. You go through it at your own pace. And there is also it's combined with group support through a Facebook group. So you are getting Q&A as you go. So um, multiple entry points based on, again, where you are, how ready you are to take action, um, you know, how ready you are to invest in yourself and on what level, right? Like I just want to be able to bring you into my world Regardless of where you're at, like I said, readiness wise, time wise, price point wise, like there's multiple avenues to get in. But at the end of the day, it's about one thing. And that's transforming you into a fearless action taker on your own behalf, because, man, most people know exactly what they need to do. They just don't know how to navigate the emotions that talk them out of it. And once you remove that factor. Limitless. You're limitless in every component. So, um, those are the ways right now. One-on-one group and course. I know there's a
0: lot of other people out there that are struggling with this and, you know, so go out there, check out Julie on Instagram, check them out on Facebook, go check them out. Um, and just take action. Just do it.
1: (laughs) It's time, right? That's the, the the unsexy key to everything is do it. Do it consistently and do it consistently even when your brain says, hey, this is scary. Like that's <laughs> that's every self-help book that's it. broken down. That's every Tony Robbins speech <laughs> broken down uh, is that. That's it.
0: Yeah. 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 We just uh, – yeah, you you just did the Cliff Notes version <laughs> in about six words. So we'll save you a lot of time. <laughs> just fast forward to the end. <laughs> cool, yeah. man. Julian, it was an absolute pleasure having the show. I learned a lot. You're up in San Francisco, right? Yeah, so
1: we're up here actually for another month and then um, we are – Uh, so we move every three months, uh, talk about being fearless, right? (laughs) Uh, changing cities every three months. So we were in LA now we're in San Fran. And then, um, actually November 17th, we actually start driving across country. We're going to hit up some, we're going to hit up Tahoe, hit up Utah, a couple parks, but we're actually starting to head to Florida because my fiance and I are getting married on the 30th. So, um, uh, so we're getting married there. And then our next stop is actually going to be Chicago for three months. I got some family up there I got a nephew and a niece up there so we'll be (laughs) as crazy as it sounds we're spending winter up in Chicago but um you know so that's where we'll actually be for um the remainder of uh 2018 and then a little bit of the beginning of 2019 so
0: but yeah, I am in awesome. San Fran right now. Actually, cool man. Well, definitely, if you uh, make it down, I'm actually I I live in Santa Barbara. Oh man, I, I love San Barbara. Tremendous amount. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, great, great, great little town. Yeah. Well, congratulations in advance
1: on uh, your your marriage. Oh, thanks, man. Yep. And one thing I just wanted to say: your audience is, I not to toot my own horn. I've, I've been uh, interviewed on quite a few podcasts and. Man, just the quality that you show up with, and I can tell that the the research and the prep work you do to make sure your episodes are as impactful as possible for your listeners is, man, it's a a really high level. It's a really high caliber. So I know with all the noise, all the podcasts out there, there's a ton of choices. Keep listening to Chris. You guys have struck gold. Um, This dude gives a shit about you, and you can't say that for every podcaster. So stick with him. Get rid of the noise and double down on this podcast because it's um, it's so far from what I've seen. And I know the work you do on the back end to make these as informational as possible. Like not everybody does that, man. So kudos to you. And yeah, if you're listening, like, come on back to this guy because he is taking care of you. I appreciate that, man. Thanks for the the
0: mad props, man. <laughs> Julian, it's been it's been awesome. I know you're a busy guy. Um, so I really, really appreciate you coming up. Let's keep connected on social media. If you ever uh, find yourself coming down to Santa Barbara or LA, hit me up. We'll grab a a, a coffee, a beer, whatever, man. I'd love to uh, sit and chat with you uh, in person. So for sure. It'd be awesome, man. Awesome. Julian. Thank you so much. And uh, let's chat soon, my man. All right. All right. That's a wrap thanks for joining me and listening to the unfiltered entrepreneur podcast if you like what you heard head on over to itunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave me a review also head on over to facebook and join my facebook group the unfiltered entrepreneur you can visit my website at chrispoglisi.com. hope to see you again here real soon